Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Griggs, here with the super producer, S. McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? We gonna see, man. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> inside inside joe thank you for checking out the super duper podcast we do not take your listens lightly make sure you follow us online at h53productions.com for our merch and also on the socials at super duper pod s-u-p-a-d-u-p-a-p-o-d so as you guys recording this week we did not we're gonna record uh right before the first week of the nfl season so okay. uh next week next week man for football season coming here but let me get through with the church announcements i want i got a couple of sports things want to run by you man but me, please folks make sure you check us out online and on our socials again we do not take your listens lightly really appreciate you guys so as man uh i i listened to the espn podcast and they had a story about michael Orr. do you know who he is uh yeah yeah he was yeah. the uh football player that was uh portrayed in the the disney movie the Blind Side. The Blind Side. Yeah, most people probably know about that movie because Sandra Bullock actually won an Oscar for her role as uh the the lead lady, Miss Mrs. Tui. You think Sandra Bullock is cute? Think she attractive? Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, I, I invited the family. I, li- I liked uh, I like speed. You know, man, that's so long, man. You old. <laughs> I liked <laughs> I like speed. Okay, Gramps. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she, she she did a great job in it. I know it was thirty years ago, but hey, it's all good, years, no doubt. But uh, but but back to the blind uh to the blind side of Michael Orr. So just so you guys know, and, and I'm going to ruin it, so I apologize. Uh, the the blind side is about a young man who was hard on his luck in high school. I think he was about seventeen, eighteen years old. Um, he. he was they knew him as an athlete, but just didn't have his life together, right? This Tui's family, he meets them. According to the the there was a book written about his life. It was ultimately became a movie. According to the book and ultimately the movie, they adopted him and then put him on his path to positivity. Uh, and then he became a professional football player after his hard knock life. So really, Rags Richest Tale went to Old Miss, which was the adopted family's alma mater. So he ended up also going to Old Miss, which was the Tui's. The family that adopted him, their alma mater. And so uh, there's been a story in the news today that Michael Orr is actually filing a petition against the or the Tuies, I'm sorry, to get some more money back. Because he's claiming that the blind side is a farce. Well, I guess in the beginning, he never really liked this movie. Yes. No, sure no. This part. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, I remember when the movie came out and he wasn't, I mean, he was out there during the promotion of it, but he really, you know, he was saying things like, you know, that, there were some Hollywood embellishments. embellishments, yeah, yeah, that were taken um, um, during the uh, during the process of making the movie. So he wasn't he wasn't all out, you know, in favor of of how he was portrayed. 
Mm-hmm. And so, and like to your point, it's like they made him seem like he didn't know nothing. He just was kind of stupid. And then he meet this white family, and they make him way better. You know, he's like, I knew football before them. But then, according to the podcast I listened to today, he also recognized that this was inspirational for people, so he left it alone, right? But now, apparently, he found out all the stuff was kind of a lie. So, uh. He, he after his football career, I guess during, even during his football career, he had asked questions about like how much money did they get for making his movie. So apparently there was some payment made, and but Michael didn't really see it. He does, he claims he didn't see any of it. Uh, but then and also you know, but he left it alone because he was making these millions playing football. Now he's done playing football. Not that he's trying to cash in, but he now has time to look into this case. And so look into the case. And, you know, found that, yeah, they actually not just got, like, some money from the, on the front end. There was actually some residual income that he, he never saw that was split among, allegedly. 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 allegedly we that's, don't know. That's the, Family that's, says that that income really, really wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but, you know, they saying that he did. It was there. So that's one thing. But then the other part, he found out he was never adopted. You heard this part, right, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he found out Which, he was never the family does say that is true. Well, they said it's true because they got the he got this smoking gun before on everything in the promotional tour. In the movie, he's adopted. And so, you know, he's not adopted. And what he actually was signed, and he's alleged he was he was uh tricked into signing what was a document called something that allowed uh, conservatorship. So we heard about this with Britney Spears maybe a, few, a year ago. And it's actually a Netflix movie. Like I think it's like Britney versus Spears or something like that. And her father, uh, he is he pretty much has charge over her contracts and whatnot. Because when you sign to a conservatorship, that's saying that this person doesn't have the ability to negotiate a life for themselves that we would do it for them. So Michael Orr is alleging he was tricked into signing such document and was never even adopted. So the toys are like, yeah, you know, adult uh, adoption is hard. That's why we did this way, yada, yada. The world on the street from the professionals are like, yeah, that's a lot too. Adult adoption is pretty straightforward. So they could have adopted him, but they're like, so, you know, it's always back and forth. The toys like, we didn't know he was going to really, Really be it's not like he LeBron or something. He just, you know we took a gamble on him as well. I mean it it's just sad because you know the the magic of Hollywood. It's just one story, and like you know the 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 center of the story. He like that's not really how it happened, but I'm let it slide. And then now he finds that document that he wasn't really adopted. That I was thinking number one that had to hurt. That really had to hurt his feelings, man. You know what I'm saying? Like really just like because because now it's all emotional. No matter which way it shakes out, he feels like he was lied to. Uh, even if maybe it was a misunderstanding, what have you? Uh, but still, still like they made some money, didn't tell them. You know what I mean? You, what What do you think it is? I think they, it probably is true that uh, they had to have got something mm-hmm. for the for that story. Uh, so he's probably not getting getting the full the full story. But I want I want to see everything come out. You know? Uh, yeah. Because man, that's that's if if it's the way that he that he's seeing it right now, man, that's terrible, man. But see, I that's feel bad, like the concern bad, bad business. I feel like the conservatorship and the adoption versus the adoption, that's a pretty big deal, man. Because it's clearly a difference. Clearly a difference that they know, right? And I mean, again, it's a lot of assumptions being made about who he is and some uh, you know, 
toxic relationship stuff that between the twoies and owe her that we are like, man, y'all really was just he just was working for y'all. Right. That's a that's another, another set of issues, right? To get it to another thing. So they're saying, you know, this is a money grab by by Michael Orr. Okay. But if he's a son that you're saying he is, you know, should be money grab. Yeah. Yeah. You guys should be, you know, helping if he if he needs some money, just help him out, you know. They he's mm-hmm. uh the 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 father, Sean, Sean Tui, uh he sold his software company uh some years back for two hundred and thirteen million dollars. Straight up? Yeah, yeah. You don't hear that? They ain't hit the news, dog. Yeah. No, that's, that's it. It's out there. It's out there. So, uh, so yeah. If it's a money grab, and you know, your son is you know in need of some of some cash right now, man. Maybe you should be hooking them up. Maybe, but you know, mm-hmm. that's just my that's my thought. I don't know. Now I'm with you. It it does seem allegedly. It does seem a little shade dizzle. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. And I think that's definitely the title episode, allegedly. Uh, but <laughs> but it's like it, it's so much unraveling and falling out that it just doesn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, for him, for it seems like even Michael always the best person to do it because it's like it's not like he broke, right? It's not like he, I, man, I don't know, I ain't his pocket, but it's not like he's like he need money per se. I mean, everybody need money. But the point I'm making, it's like, yeah, yeah. hey, I did okay. I made a good forty million dollars in my career. I'm okay. I was there making money, and you know, when I leave, when I leave the house, y'all go put on y'all good clothes. You know, like, hey, Mike's coming. Put on, put on the, put on the bad stuff, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then when he leave, I get Cartier's on. Nice watches. Whew. Thanks for paying. Thanks, Mike, for paying for this, sir. So yes, yeah, sir. I, I, I was checked definitely. If you got, if you guys have time. Uh, just just type in Michael Orr, O-H-E-R, uh, into the news feed and on Google, and the story will come up. And all this stuff is allegedly. So uh, one more sports thing, though, is I've been watching, shout out to The Ringer uh, and to, to you know, my, my mentor in the podcast world. He doesn't know it yet, but he'll know one day. Uh, the great Bill Simmons and The Ringer, they have Ringer Films. Have you watched this G League documentary? No. Yeah, it's called like the Odyssey to the G League. So it pretty much follows different types of G League players and their their path to the NBA. So it focuses on like players like Scoot Henderson, who was drafted number three in the uh in the like, most recent NBA draft. They talk to guys who are in the league now, but who were in, in the G League at some time. So like Jalen Green, Seth Curry, uh what's my name? Spencer Dinwiddie. And it was really it was really great because it's like you know, there's a guy, Gabe York. He spent about four years in the G League until he got a two-way from the NBA. But it's like, man, you four four years just trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to trying to get to the league. It's like he cooking in the G League. Then he got out there on the NBA floor. He was, you know, doing the best he could, not even a bad way. They also looked at um, it was this guy who was uh, Jewish, but I bring him up because he went he went to the Division three college. Got to the G League and he's like, it's inspiration to Duncan Robinson, who went to Williams College. There we go. Oh, D3, D3 legend, man. So I give you guys that's definitely something to check out just in terms of like grit, uh, grinding, you know, trying like really chasing your dreams. I mean, it, it's something you know, they talk about having backup plans for your dreams and just having your dream go out. Like these guys are like giving everything for their dream to make the NBA. And, you know, we we watch the games and we go, yeah, if I was Jimmy Butler, I'd do this. If I was, 
You know what I'm saying? LeBron, I'd have done that. It's like, you were LeBron, you wouldn't be doing that because you're not LeBron. That's number one. It's really hard to do what he does. Hard to do what these guys do. Like As much as they work out, run, lift, don't sleep, it's a hard job. And it's a, an additional 400 guys that's trying to get where they're going to get. And it's a very hard door. Very hard thing to crack, man. So, like, was you, have you been in a G League game before? No, never. Like you have, man. Never? Never. Yeah. I never had opportunity to go, man. But I mean, it, you know, it's the Windy City either. Bulls play out at the, uh, I guess it's the Sears Center. Well, I don't know what they call it now, out in uh, Hoffman Estates. You should get out there and check out a game. Plenty of tickets available. I'm cool. I, I'm cool. I, I wait till the Bulls play. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, because it, it, <laughs> again, it's like every, them guys trying to leave. They're trying to get to the big show, man. You know, for shout out to the Windy City Bulls. And that's the thing, too. You know, you see a guy on the end of a bench. And he his he know his his uh warmers warmers they coming off, he will bust you up in the in in, in your uh, normal LA fitness. This will he'll cook you, man. So you know. Oh, well, anybody anybody that's that's got to I would say the high school level. If you if you were able to play on a high school level, I consider you a, a, a an established ball player. So if you play yeah. high school ball, yeah. If you okay. yeah yeah. You know, it's funny how like this guys, I know like Shad DeBrosi, you know, he was a high school star. And Shad Dr. Dr. Williams, he was a high school star. And like neither one of them, like, well, well Broski watches basketball, but uh, Dr. Williams, you know, they call him world, not because how smart he was, because of how he played ball. Like he only really watched the league like that. You know what I'm saying? He he keeps a tab on it, but he ain't like a junkie. And I would think he would be a junkie uh, because of how they started out and how he got going, man. But, you know, it's what it is. Maybe that's the they 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 was one of those things they enjoy playing, but you know, don't enjoy watching watch it. Yeah, Coach Smoke, not a uh, not an avid baseball fan. That's shocking. Yeah, really. Yeah, but but he knows he's a he's a he's a, Yan- he's a he's a Yankee fan because and and I don't want to put words into his mouth. He's a Yankee fan because of Derek Jeter, mm. and you know he follows the he follows the well, Yankees. That, that tracks. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, but to say that uh, that he's uh, uh, watching baseball every night, no, no, not on a professional level anyway. Jeez, well, you know, he's watching a high school. Shout to Simeon. Absolutely, shout to Simeon. Uh, but uh, as a couple quick things, man, I know we've been uh, like so we missed last week. Appreciate you guys. I got these chipmunks out of school, and uh, yeah, he's trying to figure out life. And chipmunk at the same time doing a pod, trying to keep a job so they can get their school supplies, man. But you know, speaking of man, you know, back to school. I remember going back to school as and just like everybody was taller or something was different about people from the first day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I went to Catholic school, so it wasn't like the clothes thing. You know, I ain't had my clothes laid out. You know, no, saying? you got wait. Boot. We had the first the first week of school, you could wear whatever you wanted. Nah, bro. You guys didn't have yeah. that. Blue pants, white 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 shirt. Yeah, we could we could uh, we could wear. Yeah, it was like they they called them jeans day. So we basically, had jeans days, yeah. But but basically, I guess you we were waiting the first week because everybody may not have had their uniform. So the first ah, week you got your right. you got your pass, and then you know the second week you started off with the uniforms. Because because the, the thing was you know back to school was like buying 
Like, like you said, uniforms, getting these forms together, man. Shout out to my kids' school. They had a back-to-school bash today. I took the boys to uh, their bash. They could see their friends. You know, Aiden, Aiden in particular is just significantly taller. His voice a little deeper. I mean, he be in the house like, hey, Dad, can I get some juice? You sound like you need a job, sir. Uh, the <laughs> the way you're talking. And, yes, this is an official. I ain't getting no grown men, no juice talking to me like that. Um. But it was cool just, you know, getting back to see, you know, how the year's going to start and getting that class list and seeing the teachers that have been, have been there for some years. And it's wild seeing people like they I had a few people stop me, a few, few ladies stop me and be like, hey, do you like it here? Do your kids like it here? And, I, you know, talking through with them. Uh, you know, I mentioned uh, openly how my kids have been diagnosed with autism. So some people kind of notice that you know if if you know if you know about autism you would know notice Aiden and this woman's son uh, he's on the spectrum she's like is your son on the spectrum and I was, and I'm like well yeah and so then you know we talked about just how great I think the school is for children like for children like ours so you know I'm kind of the old season parent now I guess they they peeped it I slide up to the thing with my bag I get my what's ups I sign some forms I tell the chipmunks. Meet me back here in about twenty. You know what I'm saying? I'm just sliding through the through. I I bought the bought the boys sweatshirts. I got me a nice little t-shirt. You know, school pride, man. But the one thing about back to school are these school supplies. And it's it's just like, you know, they so the list is crazy. It's calculators on that maybe because they're in sixth grade now. Calculators, three ring, uh, not three ring, three subject notebooks. I don't remember really using those till till maybe high school. I don't know. These kids are so more, much more advanced, man. So, so I dare not ask you your favorite school supply, but I feel like you got one. What, you said pro, Protractor. That's your favorite uh, Protractor. You know, you just, the, just make the a compass. Random, you just make a random shape. Never used it. No. Never not <laughs> once. Just just had it. You uh, know, I got I one real quick story. I got in trouble. I kept losing my. Uh, we were actually using the compass. Mm. I kept losing the compass. And yeah. so uh, the teacher had them. He had to pay a quarter for a compass. And so I was just paying the quarter every day. <laughs> so finally the teacher, you always lose the protractor. She actually called my parents about me losing losing the compass. I got in trouble over that. Now she was getting what? A buck 25 a week? I'm, she could have been I'm high. saying, man, got in trouble man, over, she, over, hey. over a damn compass. Come she on, was, man. She tried to make you responsible. I bet you keep up with a compass now. I bet you do. Nope. I never want to see one again. Jeez, this guy hating your blood, man. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I don't have a favorite school supply, I don't think, because I never was a big fan. I mean, you know, the trapper keeper was supposed to be a big deal. I thought that was a waste of money and a waste of time. Our school, like, our school wouldn't let us have trapper keepers. Why not? Dang. But they gave you jeans day, huh? They okay, gave wow. us a, yeah. I don't I don't know what the, what the reasoning behind. Maybe it was because uh everybody couldn't have a trapper keeper. That's you know, true. They were, they were a little, you know, they were expensive. expensive. But yeah, I, I went I went I from a school. I, went from a school. I know I did. <laughs> I went from a school that let us have the, the uh let us have the trapper keepers. And so that was a big deal to get the trapper keeper every year to to one that didn't. So I was yeah. So question for that you man. Do you do you think well so before we get to that so it does kind of suck, man. But I'm looking at this list here on Google. Shout out to Google. And it's giving the top 10 school supplies. So, uh, as can you get some? What do you think they are so far? Uh, pencils. Yep. 
uh, pens, mm -hmm. uh, notebook paper. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, wait, what? What age group? Let's give me give me an age group. I don't think so. It's really no age. No, no age group. No age group. Okay. No. Folders. Folders. Okay. Uh, give me one more. Let me see. Uh, what about uh? I said notebooks. Uh, what about uh pencil cases or? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So according to this list, the top tens. Let's see. This sound like this. Uh, they have number one is the pencil, and I mean, you know, I still use a pencil to this day. I don't know about you, man. Are you, do you use a pencil? Have you no. last time you used a pencil? I can't tell you the last time I used a pencil. I love using a pencil, man. I don't know what it is. I love a pencil. Really do. It's number one. I never, you know what? I would say number two. I mean, what's a number one pencil? I, I just want to see one. I've never seen number one. I've never seen a number. I've I've seen a number three pencil. You seen number three? I don't know. What, yeah, I don't know what it is. But I've is seen, it, is I've, it, I've seen a is three. it is it bigger? Somebody screaming at the pie right now, like you dummies! This is the number. One. No, I think it, I think it's with the uh, the, size, the, right? soft, the softness of the lead. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what. <laughs> hey, so number one is pencil. Uh, number two is notebook, man. Okay. Some must say. I think even again, the older I get, I like that single subject notebook. It just, it just fits my life. But when I was younger, I, so you talked about getting in trouble. I got in trouble when I was younger because, you know, I think when I was in school, my sisters were also in school still. So it was just a lot of like, just school supplies around the house. Like, you know, they were in college and whatnot. So it was just, you know, big, big binders. So I guess, I don't know what was going on with me, bro. I took all the school supplies to school. Like I took the papers just packed them in my Wait, bag. I, you took their supplies? I took their supplies. I just had, just in case I needed it, man. Like, I took all the paper, <laughs> put it in my locker. And I guess my teacher was like, um, we don't even need all this stuff. Why do you have it? Uh, I might need it. So I got snitched on, too. Called my mom. And my mom, listen, I never got in trouble. So she was, she was looking at me like, I'm here for paper? <laughs> just like, <laughs> now I work nights. But I got to come up here to get some paper. Well, you shouldn't like, have got. Well, keep going. I'm sorry. Hey, going, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying. But back in the day, man, you know, it's it's like now the kid, the teachers call you left, left and right. You be like, yeah, what you need? What's, what's going on? Then teacher calls like, hey, he better be dead, or he better he better kill have killed somebody, because what you calling me for? I never forget that. And it was like, I'm stupid. I'm about to risk getting my neck broken. Over because I got all the notebooks from the house. Well, you uh, mad? You, you were trying now. to be proactive, man. That's. I don't think you got in trouble I over there. I got a problem. Something's wrong, man. Uh, I think well, you I just got in trouble because the I teacher called. Yeah, and it was like when my mother got there, it was like, "This what we here for, dog? Are you just bringing the paper to?" <laughs> so she's, you know, my mother got a good thing, especially when I was younger. She looked at you. He was like, "Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I can do that again. My bad, mom. I'm sorry." <laughs> So that's so notebook. Uh, number three is an eraser. Now, I've never been a fan of the separate eraser. I, maybe I'm stupid. It never uh, worked right, I would, man. Yeah, I just, it would always like break it it create that. It will. You, you break it in half or you would create that uh, um, the, 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 the marking. 
the eraser mm-hmm. marking would, would mm-hmm. come off and stay on the paper or you'd rip yeah. your paper. Oh, yeah, well, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the eraser on the end of a pencil is just fine. You know, when you, you do, you know what I, you know what I always hated was the, was the eraser you put at the end of the eraser. I thought that was just one doing too much and, and it would always rip. Yeah. Rip. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know, I know somebody was trying to think of something extra to do with the eraser, but it, it's, it's, they look nice, right? They, they seem like they're great to have. We just throwing them when I was younger. Just threw them around the classroom. Uh, number four is a backpack. And I mean, uh, duh, right? Let me ask you, Ash, do you have a backpack, a new one every year? Every year, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So until, you never... until the Eddie Bauer years. Oh, dang, kept that joint. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's a debate, man. I My thing is, if you got a really good book bag, just keep it. You know so what I'm saying? Think, so I think Eddie Bauer started sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I think I got one every other year after that. But back in those days, remember what the game was. You would uh, create your rip in the Eddie Bauer, and then you take it back in the warranty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they yeah, they yeah. just give you another bag. Because I was, I mean, even as young, I was like, how are they making money? They, how? <laughs> how? How are they making money, man? Oh, man. I got a like, bunch of backpacks off of. Uh, off of, off, of, off of the rip. It's Don't like, jump. how how are they making money? You know what I'm saying? I just I just never understood that, bro. Nice backpacks though. Just, just I mean, it was but listen. Do, do listen, kids still wear? Funny. I don't think they I don't think they still I don't think that's in so, style anymore. I don't I never had I, I, I had an eight by bag, I think maybe one. Those things were expensive. It was like a hundred dollars. Yeah, they were like fifty six dollars. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. wasn't cheap. This is ninety, early, you know, late nineties. So like, they're they're hundred dollars. Yeah. So like, so the actual mother for hundred book bag was like, stop it. That thing ain't, that thing ain't ripped, did it? No, you ain't getting no Eddie Bauer. I the first time I got something that was Eddie Bauer, I think it was like, like college. I got a sweater and it was like on sale. It was it was a big deal. And a little later in life, I remember everything I bought is Eddie Bauer. The I got two winter jackets out of Eddie Bauer and they. They cold during the pandemic. They were just slashing, you know, everything was slashing prices. Got me two beautiful winter jackets, man. But uh, my my entire uh, freshman Eddie year Bauer war- book bag. My my entire freshman year wardrobe was Eddie Bauer. Dang, that's a nice flex. Okay, fam, I see, yeah. fam. Well, I had, to, I, had to, I, had to, I had to work for it though, man. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I had to, I had to go work at Sport Mart for that. I was at I was a young venture getting my clothes, man. I still still make it look fresh though. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, venture, see, venture wasn't open then. It wasn't Venture clothes. Oh, no. I think I was in high school, man. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Venture, I, I said freshman year college. Oh, freshman. Oh, you said college. My bad. College, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Not high school. Now, nah, college, I got college. I got it together, man. I was yeah. waiting. Nice. So, like, hey, I can't do this. I mean, I understand why we're doing venture. I got, I got you, but you know, we college <laughs> now, baby. We up, baby. Yeah, man. The chipmunks, you know, like, you know, they, so I, they got new book bags, right? And people give me new book, people give me book bags all the time just for the kids. And uh, I laid them out. I had the old ones clean. I got the, they got you know, shout out today today cousin Jay. Uh, she bought them some the boys in particular because booking no game about no bag. And I was like, which one y'all want to do? And they was like, we want our old ones. I was like, all right, let's keep it pushing. So, but you know, my thought is, I just know how it goes. In the middle of the year, stuff rip. It ain't even no thing. Just throw that yeah, out. Yeah, get another yeah, throw another one in, man. Uh, so that was number four backpack. Number five. Is paper. Um, 
So just, you know, scrap paper. As I said, paper, this, this, once somebody says paper is more important than a pencil, you can just use things like pens and crayons and substitute. That's actually very true. So since paper is the most used, I'm in sixth grade and I use almost 500 sheets with the front and the back. What are you doing with all your paper? But I feel that changes a bit now because kids have Chromebooks and computers in their classes. You know what I'm saying? And so I think they don't even use paper like that. Like I know my sons used um, it as scratch paper for math, obviously, just to show how to do the work and to think it out yourself. But also to, and I think this year they have used it in English classes and literature classes, and probably just to make more notes so they can make reports. Probably learning how to now take notes. I'll tell you, sixth grade is real deal, man. I am, man, it's crazy. All right, number six is a pen. Well, shout out to people at Williams. They make fun of me because I say pen. Pen. Uh, I'm trying to say it the proper way. Pen. Like the rest pen. of y'all out here. But like, like, yeah, right. I mean, my friend, shout out to my friend, Rajni. She held up a pen. She was like, what is this? A pen. And she, she showed me like a push pen. I said, what's that? I was, what's that? A pen. I was like, I know what I'm saying. How my phones? <laughs> uh, number seven is a folder. Now, listen, I used to love me a good folder, dog. I don't know. It's like, even to this day, boys got some great... Actually, all three of the kids got great folders, man. Eight is a highlighter. Uh, you know, I, I think I'm a little nuts with a highlighter, man. I, I remember when I was younger, I was highlighting the whole page. Everything I read. Yep, yep. It's like, Rob, you just color, you just coloring pages. You know what I'm saying? So highlighting, just so we know, we're on the same page. That's for that very important point, right? It's, yeah, but yes. people, people, the most people, important fact that's on the page there. But now some people get gangster with it, like they got an important fact. Then they also like with one color, they use other colors to highlight things they have questions about. Then they use another color to highlight something that they want to research later, did right? You, so it's like I I never got into that like multicolor did you, highlight. Did you ever buy used there. books? Oh yeah. I would, I would go and I would look for the best highlighted used books. Ah, just, just read those sections. Yeah, if if everything well, yeah, well, no, 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 well, not just that, but I would go through before I purchased the book. Mm-hmm. I would go and look for who had the best highlighted book on the shelf, okay. and I would take that. I would take that book. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You that person read that person. Yeah, give they, you a heads they, up. they highlighted the good stuff. You know, sometimes, like you said, you had you had whole pages highlighted. I got I stayed away from those. Mm, yeah, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. <laughs> so they do nothing, man. Yeah, yeah. So number nine is actually uh, Clorox wipes. That makes sense, especially with us. Uh, well, the pandemic is still roaring because I know folks who are still getting COVID, man. Trying to put your mask back on. And number ten is a calculator. Um, again, I enjoy doing math, honestly, and in my head, but you know. I think get the, you know they, like I said they use some of the computers and Chromebooks when I doing the school day. Kids can sneak and do and do it online anyway, and they have people have their phones. People got watches, man. It's like just let them go ahead and do it. But I, I'm just I'm just this is me being old school. I, I never do stand on my lawn much, but these kids need to learn how to do the math in their head, and I I, I always feel like that's a better way to understand it, man. So that's your top ten most. Need to supply school school supply um, list, but you know, with with the with schools happening back to school, it feels like it's the end of the summer, and summer doesn't really end to September twenty first. So we still got some summer left. It's just you know, well, school that's the, started. That's the, that's the official end date, really. So yeah. for me, summer ends Labor Day. 
that's how I feel. It's like once yeah. it's Labor Day, then we're not. Let's get let's get on to it. So it's my full, birthday after being, that is football season. It's that that means it's fall. It's so and so and my birthday being where it is, it's a couple weeks after the Fourth of July. I'm like the middle of July, so like after my birthday, it's like okay, we got a couple more weeks, and then <laughs> let's get ready for school, man. That's how I've always known it for sure. So as so it, with it being the quote unquote end of the summer. Were there any movies, any any anything that you remember from the summer that that catch your attention? Any well, obviously the Barbie. It was Barbie, uh, yeah, Oppenheimer. Barbie I still haven't seen uh, either, either one? one yet. Yeah, yeah. I dreamed. Of, yeah, like I said, I still haven't seen Barbie for the second time, man. Um, but now this this was this was a real. It was a this was the summer of golf for me. I I played so hmm. much golf this summer, man. I'm still. Uh, I got around. Actually, the Saturday and then the Saturday after that, and then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, the day after that, and then the day after that. Man, so, uh, man, so yeah, yeah. Yes. we're gonna try better. to hit. We're gonna try to head into November. I play. I play pretty well this summer. I gotta admit. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm taking the boys to the driving range, man. So I got eight into it. He's trying to love it too, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I think for me, most of the summer just been pretty busy. It hasn't, but you know what? What I will say this: this is felt as I live vicariously through other people, this felt like a summer of concerts. You know what I mean? You had like Taylor Swift, you had Beyonce, I think Janet Jackson was here, Drake was here. And so, and I don't know if it's just because this was like, you know, a couple years after the pandemic when people can kind of get their tours together. And it's, it just felt like it was, it, be, it was still, come, it's like, it's just been a lot of really good concerts. That's something I think about of this year. Cause it was like, the Taylor Swift show, she's still selling out staples back to back to back nights, which is crazy. And I'm like, who are these Taylor Swift fans? I mean, and I'm not even shading. I'm I'm really, I really want to know. Like, should I start listening to Taylor Swift? Is it is it that good? Because she keeps selling out. You and could, we know you what, could play a Taylor Swift song right now. I wouldn't know. I would not I know. They say, say you're part of the old Taylor Swift. Hey, I guess. It's been great. We're going to stop at episode one, whatever. Thanks, guys. Because I don't know what she's saying, man. Yeah, but like even even Beyonce, you know, it's like, you know, we all know we talked about it on the pod, a, a, a band for some people to get into the place. I know you said your wife and her friends, what, did they enjoy, she enjoyed the show? Oh, they had a great time. So I guess that's the end of summer, Ez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, I think it's the summer of concerts, summer concerts. Summer of Barbie, Oppenheimer. Anything else major this summer? The the, the resurgence of uh, resurgence of COVID at the end of this joint. That's that's the sleep, but that might be a fall thing, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go get that uh get that young vaccine. Uh, what you had already? You mean vaccine. you mean the booster, right? The the next booster, yeah, the booster. That's I guess it's a new booster coming out in September. Yeah, so I've I've been shot four times already. So I guess yeah, I get my card updated. As we talk about it, yeah, man. But I mean, you know, I, I, the sum, summer was great. It was a, personally for me, it was a busy, very busy summer. But I did notice again people going to a lot of concerts. Um, I mean, just a gang of gang of concerts, and people were just out. The festivals were popping, right? And the Taste of Chicago's coming back. That's coming back uh, the second week of September. So that should be good. And it's usually good weather. Around that time of the year yeah, in Chicago, absolutely. like it's it's still nice and warm. The weather don't start; it started dipping like slowly, you know, be seventy and it'd be sixty for a minute, jump back up to high seventies, and it's like we all know what's happening. Winter in the back, 
in the back cage, just waiting for the the walkout song to come up so they can beat us up. Uh, <laughs> when is that time of year to come, man? So, but as man, I know that that that's all I got, man. Uh, just wanted to make sure we checked in with you guys. We appreciate you checking out the Super Duper Pod. We do not take your listeners lightly. Make sure you follow us at hp53productions.com and on our socials at Super Duper Pod on Threads and Instagram. Really appreciate your listeners. We thank you so much for checking us out. Is I missing anything? Nope. Think you got it all. All right. Make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. Hey, mama, this is the Super Duper Podcast. We do not complain. We make lemonade. That's champagne, real pain, real pain, champagne from you and I. Wait, you a lie? Now that's champagne, if you was I, would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope here is how careers die. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? For Jay Silent, it's everywhere you can feel them falling. Sugar, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further, and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This is how you know you ain't perfect. Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up, and then oh my God, then I myself know why. Cause I woke up, it's all it takes to be great, y'all. It's all it takes.